Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news and interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And I'm Jeffrey from D23. And together we're taking you Inside Disney. Ahoy, my friends. Arr. Arr. <laughs> you both look so happy and vacation and tan and tan <laughs> very tan and you look relaxed you look relaxed ah, thank you yes. is it relaxed or is it jet lagged we shall see <laughs> both things can be true both things can be true well some of the listeners may have seen tony and i were just on the disney wish christening cruise at long last d23 inside disney at sea episode you guys Woohoo! we are so so happy to announce that next wednesday we will be premiering d23 inside disney sets sail on the disney wish an all new video special that takes you behind the scenes on the making of this spectacular vessel and trust us we got some incredible access and there's some amazing surprise guests speaking of surprises sherry we were so sad you couldn't be with us <laughs> me too i know i will never get over it i was so sad too <laughs> but i know you found an out of this world guest host for the show mm-hmm. voice of ahsoka tano herself founder of her universe and friend of the pod ashley Eckstein. She was no Sherry, but she brought her own amazing charm. I cannot wait for people to see this. All right, but Tony, I know that we posted a lot on social. D23 oh, yeah. posted a lot on social. I, I took whatever D23 did not want and I threw it on mine. Because <laughs> uh, I think they were just like, please, Jeffrey, stop sending so many photos. <laughs> but Tony, what, what were some of your favorite highlights? It could either be something maybe that we're going to show next week or maybe something that you know people just may want to know behind the scenes that happened well you know overall it was my first disney cruise ever reminder and i was just i'm not unfamiliar with the magic of disney but to experience that disney cruise as my first was pretty darn magical and it was just through and through the most magical time uh in all senses but i gotta say the entertainment Mm. that we got a preview of on this ship is absolutely incredible. And I've seen a lot of shows, we all have, but that's the one thing that sticks out was the talent, the cast, the tech on stage. It was totally, we were totally immersed in these Disney stories and the incredible cast. That's one thing that was my big takeaway is, oh man, that's one of a kind entertainment on that ship. Ah. Tony, I feel like it's one thing to go on your first Disney cruise ever, but it's another thing to go on your first Disney cruise with Jeffrey specifically. (laughs) 100%. And and your mom, your mom. I know my mom got to go with us, you guys. Yes. (laughs) Obviously, we all like Tony's mom way more than we like Tony, but... (laughs) but, She's less needy. uh, (laughs) 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 I mean, Disney sees the adventure, gave me all the feels. There were lots of tears from everyone like I it was nice to like turn to people and be like was this just as amazing as I think it was and they're like yes yes it was I love all the Disney details on the ship and I know this is crazy but I had such a how is this our life moment Tony when we had cocktails and obviously we had our fantastic producer Bruce we had our fabulous video producer Jeremy Ashley joined us with her husband, David. Our friend Carly joined us. The fabulous Jackie, who's a friend of mine, 
friend of the pod, Andrew Barth Feldman joined us. His just Yay. happened to be guest on the cruise was Joshua Bassett. Yay. Also friend of the pod. So all of us just having cocktails together, I thought, what is my life? This is <laughs> yeah. so crazy. But I it was sort of that. those, yeah, it was like a, like an only with Disney kind of moment for me. I had that moment when we were watching fireworks from the top deck all together. And I just yep. looked around and I was like, what is happening? This is so cool. <laughs> yep. Oof. That pirate parlay party is amazing with the two launches now, fireworks. Yeah. So D23 inside Disney set sail on the Disney Wish. It premieres next Wednesday, July 13th on D23.com and D23 social channels. Uh, if you would like to watch. Oh, I would love to watch. I cannot wait to see it, you guys. So exciting. So excited. Sherry, did you watch anything else? I did. I, I watched the first two episodes of Baymax, the new series on Disney+. Plus. Ooh. You oh. guys, it's so cute. It's so I cute. Need to it's watch so cute. That. It's so cute. I cannot get over it. I can't wait to watch the rest of the season, but I need to like savor it slowly because I have a feeling I can watch it all in one in one sitting, which one, <laughs> is oh. I could always rewatch it. But if you have ever wondered what Baymax looks like in swimming trunks and a swim cap, no spoilers, but you might get to see that in episode two. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And something else I cannot wait to see is claim to fame. And coming up on the show, we have two brothers, Jonas, Frankie, and Kevin, who uh, are co-hosting the new uh, ABC Unscripted competition show. And we got Camp Rock coming. We've got Joe Bro songs. We have, there's a whole lot coming down the pike. So stay tuned. Um, After the news, we got a bunch of news to get to, including, yes, the first Hocus Pocus trailer was released. Excited! Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see this. Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy and Jimmy returning Disney Plus September 30th. If you have not already seen the trailer, get to the Disney Plus handles and watch it. It is so fantastic. Yes. And more news for High School Musical, the musical, the series fans. Get this: Jesse Tyler Ferguson and JoJo Siwa are confirmed as guest stars in season three. So fun. Yay. Cool. Yeah. So Jesse's going to play Marvin, an old family friend of Nini, while JoJo is playing Madison, a Camp Shallow Lake alum. Those simple descriptions, I'm already so in love. Camp Shallow Lake, of course, the backdrop of season three, where the Wildcats are taking on a high stakes production of Frozen. Oh, I'm so excited. Woo-hoo. Jazz for all of this, all of this news. And you can also see the first trailer that's out at d23.com. High School Musical, the musical of the series premieres Wednesday, July 27th on Disney+. Plus. With Woo-hoo. our pal, Joshua Bassett. Yes. Ah, yes. So cool. Well, guys, be our guest for Beauty and the Beast, a 30th celebration coming to ABC on December 15th. I'm so happy about this for a number of reasons. We're reporting on December news. Beauty and the Beast (laughs) is one of my all-time faves. Bean Beast? Bean Beast? Bean Beast! Bean Beast! (laughs) For those who don't know what I'm talking about, used to be my favorite movie when I was like three, four, and I always pronounced it Bean Beast up until, what, two months ago, Jeffrey? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Whenever we had Don Hahn and Pedro yeah, yeah. and Robbie Benson on the show. They corrected me. <laughs> Guys, check out. It's a two-hour animated and live-action blended special. So you get to watch the animated movie along with some new memorable musical performances where you can go through the magical adventure through the eyes of Belle. 
It'll air December 15th at 8 p.m. on ABC, then be available the next day on Disney+. Plus. I can't wait. Never before seen musical performances. I'm sure we'll announce more at a later date once we know more. Perhaps at an expo called D23. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Essence Festival of Culture. I So much news came out of that. D23 was there. So shout out to Nan and Michael and the whole team who was in New Orleans with D23. But, you know, Kiki Palmer was there talking about Lightyear. There was a whole performance celebrating Marvel Studios' Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Justin Simeon, who's directing the upcoming Haunted Mansion, was talking about the film, which I cannot wait to see. So much stuff. And I know you guys have even more news out of Essence Fest to share because there was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 we do. The Walt Disney Company launched the Disney Storytellers Fund at Howard University. This is super awesome. It's going to create opportunities for historically underrepresented students to have future careers as storytellers and innovators in media and entertainment. So the way it works is the fund is providing stipends over a five-year period for student projects focused on all kinds of storytelling across all kinds of media, like animation, gaming, journalism, VR, performing arts, visual design, so much more. And what's awesome about this is Disney is going to provide access to speakers, mentors, and internships to students in the program. So more to come on that, but yeah, really cool. Amazing. I love that. Well, also yeah. announced at Essence Fest was Tiana's Bayou Adventure that's coming to Disney Parks in fall 2024. And yes. this will be, yeah, right? This will be the new attraction reimagining Splash Mountain on both coasts. And this is really neat, as reported by our team at D23, to preserve the iconic heart and soul of the city of New Orleans, Walt Disney Imagineers made trips to Louisiana from exploring the French market and the bayou to consulting with academics, chefs, musicians, you name it, which is really, really cool. So Mm -hmm. that full story, video of that research trip and more info on Tiana's Bayou Adventure now at d23.com. Love that. And also just to throw it back to the Disney wish, love the Princess and the Frog segment of Disney Sees the Adventure. So, so much good in the bayou, the whole bayou lounge was so cool. Anyway, sorry. Uh, It's all about the Disney wish in my brain. I can't get the wish off the brain. (laughs) I mean, I can't believe you haven't brought up the chicken tenders yet, but we'll save that for a future episode. Patience, Barry. Stuff went down with the chicken tenders. You'll have to watch the show. (laughs) I can't wait. Well, speaking of food, the full lineup has been announced for the Eat to the Beat concert series at Epcot. We talked wow. a bit about this back in May, and you can now find the full roster of talent at the Disney Parks blog. And some of the new acts scheduled include the Robert Randolph Band, Ray Parker Jr. But again, you can find the full list at the Disney Parks blog, and you can find more about all of this at tasteepcot.com. The concert series kicks off July 14th with Baja Men. Woo! Well, this is something, you know, Disney has been working with children's hospitals for many, many, many years. And the Disney Movie Moments program has just expanded to include nearly 100 additional new hospitals. For those who don't know, the Disney Movie Moments program, it brings first run movies, just released movies to these hospitals, to kids who may not be able to get out to the theaters so that the children and their families can enjoy these movies together. It like makes my heart so happy that this has expanding to even more. So 
you can actually read a lot more about this if you go to the WaltDisneyCompany.com in the news section. So yeah, so kudos to the team. Love that. And also kudos to <gasps> this magical chime. <laughs> because it is time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at State Farm. For complete details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tony, what's up first on this all Thor weekend in celebration of Thor love and thunder? <laughs> well, first up, let's start at the beginning, shall we? I hear it's a great place to start and to start off the weekend. Watch the original Thor. Yay! All right, I was just going back to us singing on the ship. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we like did the whole number from Sound of Music. It was it was like a pass off karaoke moment. <laughs> Follow that up with Thor: The Dark World, the sequel to the first film, where Jane gets in on the action, and there's a lot of stuff that goes down. Mm -hmm. And next up, make sure you watch Thor: Ragnarok, where a deadly gladiatorial contest between Thor and Hulk happens, y'all. Former ally and fellow Avenger. Dun, dun, dun. And like the best Thor haircut ever, I think. <laughs> then follow that up with Avengers Infinity War because it all gets real very, very quickly. <laughs> and why not end the weekend with Avengers Endgame? Endgame really may be one of my very favorite Marvel movies of all time. Love it. So, uh, Like the definition of epic. Yes. It's a good way to close the weekend. On to today's guests, whose name has been synonymous with Disney for more than a decade, Jonas. Kevin starred in both Camp Rock films, Jonas Brothers, the 3D concert experience, and the series Jonas. Frankie appeared in Camp Rock 2 and Jonas and voiced Pip in the film Spooky Buddies. They have teamed up to host the new ABC unscripted series, Claim to Fame, where relatives of famous people like Zendaya, Whoopi Goldberg, Simone Biles, and Chuck Norris compete for their chance to shine. Please welcome to the show, Kevin and Frankie Jonas. Hello, hello. So excited to be on this show, everyone. We're excited to have you. The premise of the show on ABC is truly wild. So please talk us, talk us through it, first of all. All right. So we decided, me and Frankie decided, that we are going to lock, you know, a ton of contestants in a house together for six weeks. And those people are all related to a celebrity in some capacity. The difference is none of them know who each other are, who is related to who, and they've got to figure it out. And if they get it right, they get to stay there and they get to win $100,000. If they get it wrong, they are kicked out of the house. It is wild, fun, and very deceitful in a good way, like all great TV. <laughs> so that is essentially claim to fame. And it's a giant game of guess who meets, you know, celebrity identity and, it's just a fun way of getting to know people for who they are with, you know, yes, trying to figure out who their relative is, but we really do want to fall in love with these individuals as well. Nice. Oh, without giving too much away, was there a contestant on the show who really surprised you both in a good way, hopefully? Oh, yeah. There's a couple that give some shocking, shocking moments. And let me just say, without giving anything away, the reveals on this show are, I mean, Kevin and I didn't, we didn't know who these people were. We were kept in complete in the dark in regards to their identities and who they were related to. So when they get up on that stage and, and we reveal who people are, all of Kevin and I's 
reactions are completely genuine, 100%. Yeah. We got to play along just as much as everybody else at home when they're watching, which is super fun. It was incredible. It was such an amazing experience for us because we're just as, as present as the audience watching at home. And <laughs> we do those reveals. It is, every single episode is so shocking. There was probably one, I knew it, in the entire season. Wow, very cool. I love the premise. Kevin, we got to talk about Camp Rock. It is iconic for so many of us, myself very much included. <laughs> Do you have a specific favorite memory from making either of the films? You know, making those films was a, such an interesting time in our life, in our career. You know, we filmed both in Canada, which is really interesting. But the first one specifically, we filmed in Halliburton, which is about three and a half, four hours north of Toronto. Sounds warm. <laughs> we were very much alone up there. <laughs> it felt kind of crazy. I'll be honest. It was so interesting because the reason I say it was an interesting time in our career was like, that was when things started to bubble for us in the States and you know around the world, but we didn't know any of it was happening. So like we were kind of up there and this is, you know, very much like I was actually dating Danielle at the time, my you know, now wife and mother of my amazing kids. And we were dating, but like I, we couldn't talk all the time because this was before like international plans and Wi-Fi calling and like FaceTime, even, right? Like it was like, guys, I'm old. I'm aging myself up really fast. But like we were very much alone. So we would fly in on weekends and do like radio shows and like other things. And we were doing like events or whatever and shows, but we had no idea that the Jonas Brothers were starting to like, I guess, as the kids say, pop off. And it was happening. And that's when we flew. And if you watched our documentary, you'll see like, we fly to the Texas State Fair for a concert and there's more people than we've ever played for in our entire life there. And they were actually singing along. We didn't understand what was happening. And we would fly back and be in the middle of the woods in a cabin filming this movie. <laughs> so it was really cool, you know, great cast, really fun. And also an experience that was, wasn't really supposed to happen. Joe got the role of Shane Gray and we decided that, well, as a team, he even agreed. He's like, it's just not the right time to be stopping down the band was starting to really get going and doing a movie he said no we all said no right as a team we made a joint decision and then they actually came back and were like we have an idea and they actually rewrote the script and rewrote the whole thing to include myself and nick that's why like you oh. only see us like dropping him off in the beginning we're much more involved in camp rock too but as of right now like that was the idea like you know, we're involved, but not really. So they kind of squeezed us in there, but it, I guess it worked. It definitely worked. Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went on to star with Joe and Nick on Jonas for Disney Channel. Yeah. Oh, don't forget Frankie. Frankie was there. And Frankie, well, he's there. well, listen, since they're not here, we have to ask, what would they like working with them? You can be totally honest. It's just, just us friends here. Honestly? just another day in our life. It seems like I, I just couldn't awesome. escape those guys. No, it was fun. You know, that show was in every, like everything, like a specific time in our life. And we were happy we did it in the moment. And we look back on it and we're like, probably should have kept touring, but like, you know, whatever. It's still here today. I, I will say there is some joy in it now. My girls we were in the car yesterday and they love the show. They watch it like all the time. Um, I was in the car. <laughs> I was in the car yesterday driving and they were watching it on their screens and I laughed because listening to the show, not seeing it, super weird, but it's great. <laughs> well, Frankie, you were really young when all of this was happening. What do you remember about 
about that time and having some Disney experiences that most kids never have. What was that like for you? I mean, it was such a unique upbringing. I think it really informed this show in so many ways. But I mean, it was such a great blessing for me to grow up that way. I mean, my fondest memories are growing up on the sets of Jonas and on Camp Rock. And I mean, the first real person that I ever worked with in an individual setting in my family was Kevin on Camp Rock too. We have a pretty crucial role together in that film. And so when I think of working on a set, when I think of being on camera, I think of my childhood with my brothers, with Kevin. And it really did this beautiful full circle moment coming back to claim to fame and having the opportunity to work with Kevin again. And I just, of course I couldn't say no to that. Kevin, you and Nick and Joe probably, you know, obviously there were so many concerts at Epcot and, and places like that where you guys were getting shuttled backstage and right onto attractions, which I don't want to say you ever got used to, but maybe Frankie, you were like, oh my God, like you would go back and tell your friends and they would be like, how is this even possible? It, oh, I know the oh. answer to this. And it has to be the opening of Everest, Frankie, right? Oh yes, Ooh. yeah, of course. One of the first times I've really left New Jersey as what, a five or six year old kid and I'm obsessed with this show that I think now most people might not remember because at this point now I'm getting to an age where I can have shows from Disney Channel that are before people's times. But <laughs> I was a huge fan of Phil of the Future and the uh, actor. Yes, we did. Yeah, right? And he was there and my brothers, inter- Joe introduced me to him. And then I just rode Mount Everest the opening day with Phil of the Future over and over and over again. And for the rest of my life, I will always brag to people about the time that I rode Everest with Phil from the future. <laughs> that is amazing. That is awesome. That's, thank you for reminding me of that story, Kevin. That's so good. <laughs> I love that. Well, you guys are probably the most recognizable brothers on the planet, <laughs> number one. So I have to ask, first to you, Kevin, what's the craziest fan experience you've had? that you can discuss on a Disney podcast. Yeah, um, (laughs) you know, it's really interesting. People, we we get this question a lot and I haven't had too many over the top experiences because most of the time people are genuinely just really excited and wanna share their story. I think what I, I get the most out of is when someone comes up to us and sometimes they just tell us about like, a time in their life when they heard a music song or something that was important to them or like how their mom used to bring them to the concerts. Like we just met someone recently and they had three generations at the show, right? Like it was the grandma now that brought awesome. her, yeah. her daughter to our concerts when she was like 16. And now she has her daughter that's eight and she brought her. And so like three generations of family coming to the Jonas Brothers concerts. And I think it's just really amazing to see one, that we've been able to do it for as long as we have and continue to do that. But two, that we've been a part of these people's lives for so long. And that, I think, means more than anything else. So I think just anytime someone comes up to us and has like a true, genuine conversation with us and actually gets to, we get to share in that experience, we understand and appreciate that it takes a lot to travel around the country and go see shows and come to concerts. And we definitely don't take it for granted. Nice. Well, Frankie, I was really moved I, in doing some research for this. I read a story about how you addressed how unkind you felt the nickname Bonus Jonas was, and it gave me a totally different perspective on that nickname. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. I think, you know, I think as a, as a kid, I, I, people just sort of 
it was a nickname that was given. And I think that in the moment when I was really young, I, it definitely represented a positive thing and, and, I, and I loved it. And then as I grew older, it sort of changed into more of a negative connotation that the nickname took a different meaning and went more into an additional or a residual that I felt. And I just, at a certain point, I just had to come to terms with the feeling that like when people refer to me as this, I don't feel good. For a while, I struggled with like, if I was going to step into that, if I was going to talk about that, because people knew me as that. And it was a, a complicated duality and complicated sort of conflict I had about the idea of if I was going to say anything. And eventually I just decided for my own well-being, I might as well just try and be as comfortable as publicly as possible. I was glad you did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, awesome. and, it, and it rang true to us as well. Like we always understood, like, it makes sense. It's like, you're your own person. You know, yeah. I would, you know, it's, it's not just about us. Yes. It's got to be difficult at times. We understand that. I understand it. I'm related to also three other very famous people. Right. So we yeah. all do understand it. And I think that's actually why this show is so interesting. You know, claim to fame is because the people and the contestants in this room have that in common, all of them. So mm. we're not alone in that either. And watching it, it's like kind of like, hmm, we kind of all know, you know, seven degrees of separation a little bit, you know, someone, okay. but having all of those people in the same room, being able to share like stories and experiences, they bond very quickly. The only difference with this is, is everyone telling the truth? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Incredible. Well, you've both obviously met and worked with a lot of famous people, not counting riding Everest with Ricky Ullman. Is there someone you were truly starstruck by? This is a question for both of you. <sighs> Meeting Paul McCartney for the first time. Wow. Um, wow. I think my head exploded a little bit. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah it's a good one. And then being asked to have, you know, then having like, many experiences with him is has been um, a truly uh, mind-blowing thing for me as a musician as someone who grew up listening to the Beatles listening to the artistry that is Paul McCartney and what he has done um, wings all of it and so mm. I think that was the big one for me I honestly like I just I am still continuously overwhelmed he's actually um, performing here in New Jersey tomorrow night and I'm trying to figure out if I can somehow sneak over there. Um, we're gonna see, we're gonna see if it can happen. But don't be surprised if I'm fully uh, fanning out in the audience. Wow, I mean, I'm secondhand starstruck from that. So <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> totally. What about you, Frankie? I mean, one moment in particular will always stand out for being just the most starstruck I've ever been. I was meeting up with my family and we were going on a family trip and we just happened to run into one of my favorite actresses of all time. Just Sophie Turner was just getting onto the plane that I was getting onto. And I was like, <laughs> Sansa Stark, dude. What do I do? What do I say? <laughs> so <Yeah>. nuts. <laughs> no, I genuinely, when I met Sophie, I, I sat on the plane twiddling my thumbs for like <laughs> hours trying to think of what to say. He still, oh he God. still does that at Christmas. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> well, we're getting to the end of our time together here, but before we let you go, we do love to do some Disney favorites together. Love it. So let's get started. Let's go. Are we keeping score? That's the most important thing I need to know right now. 
Ooh, I don't Ooh. know. Do we keep score on this? Well, Don't I think break. the listeners are going to have to judge who gives okay. a better answer. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yes. we'll, we're going to put it out to the internet to decide because we know that always ends well. A subjective poll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, give us your favorite Disney animated movie. Okay. Favorite Disney animated movie. I am going to go with Inside Out. I'm also going to go for a new Pixar film, Turning Red. Oh, yes. excellent choice. Spectacular. Such oh. an incredible movie. And the music. So good. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Four Town. Four Town till the end, baby. Four, four Town for life. Kevin, coming out of a group that had been, you know, nicknamed a boy band of sorts, what was your POV on uh, Four Town? kind of obsessed with them right like they did it right it was everything that you love from like insane backstreet to a little bit of k-pop which of course was is what's going on there it's just i love that it was an important thing for that band and for that group of girls to identify with i i like this all right favorite disney princess or heroine you know I'm going to go with Maribel because I've seen a lot of her recently. I know she, she is definitely the epitome of do it your way and be true to yourself. And I love that for my girls. I love that she represented being an incredible, you know, version of whoever you needed to be. And just because one gift someone has doesn't mean that you're not special. Aww. Frankie, who's your favorite Disney princess or heroine? I would have to say Jessie because mm. Valentina, Kevin's youngest, she dresses up like Jessie and I dress up like Woody and she will just call me Woody for, she won't call me Frankie. Cute. Aww. There was a period where if she saw me, she, instead of saying Uncle Frankie, she would go Woody and yep. run up. And then when I got to their house, she would have her Woody hat ready to put it on me the moment yep. I walked in the door. <laughs> So, so cute. Sweet. Okay, favorite Jonas Brothers song. Oh, can't have you. Oh. Mm. Are we including solo projects or are we not including solo projects? Well, Jonas Brothers is not solo. Well, it's a uh, it's a generalized IP. Yeah. I think we're <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm the only one allowed to clarify that question. The big the corporate lingo, corporate lingo. <laughs> I would say my favorite Jonas Brothers song might be Black Keys. No, don't charge me for the crime. Don't charge me for the crime. What? <laughs> I love don't charge me for the crime. You have to be joking at that point. Featuring Common, nonetheless. <laughs> Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Besides. <laughs> favorite song from Camp Rock. Introducing me. Easy. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Actually, it's the song that Allison Stoner plays while being the DJ. <laughs> L- listen to what they put to like the acting of her like mi- mixing a song. It, it's the most crazy thing you've ever heard. I think Joe even just did a TikTok about it. It was so wild. Wow, I need to watch that. <laughs> All right, favorite Disney song that isn't a Jonas Brothers song or from Camp Rock? It's Sarah McLaughlin, a Toy Story. When somebody loved it's, me. Yes. When somebody, yes. Done. It's like, that's the song, right? Like, it is insane. I mean, I have to go with Never Not By Your Side, Four Town. Easy. Oh, excellent. Wonderful. All right. Favorite Disney Parks attraction? Oh, wow. 
Soren. Ooh. It's either just the general idea of Avengers Campus. If you can't <laughs> I, yeah. in, behind me, I literally have the Spider-Man Lego. I Spider-Man thought that's what that was. Oh, wow. <laughs> or I would say the Avatar ride where you're dra- riding the dragon. Flight of Passage. And we were there for the Happiness Begins tour when, we, when they just started that. Me and Joe rode that ride 15 times in a row, just straight over and over and over and over again. Favorite Disney resort hotel to stay at? Animal Kingdom, by far. Ooh, wake up with a safari. Animal Kingdom is incredible. They actually put us there during the Everest stuff, but at the same time, they, the first time we ever stayed there was for Disney Channel games. And we were all there. And it was so fun. I remember being overwhelmed with the amount of stuff we had to do, but it was so fun to be there with a ton of people that we, you know, we're all friends with and we got to spend a week together. It was really good. And fill of the future. And fill of the future. And fill of the future was a <laughs> Yes. All roads lead to fill of the future. Disney Channel Games is on Disney Plus. Great rewatch. I did it myself recently. Very good Ooh. And Frankie, do you have a favorite hotel? Oh, I mean, I gotta go with, I love Epcot. I'm such a classic Walt Disney futurist, so. Nice. All right, and last but not least, what is your favorite Disney memory? Personally, it would be bringing my girls to Disney for the first time. You know, me experiencing it was one thing, but seeing their eyes light up when we pulled up, it was just beyond. I actually have another memory. Me and my wife got to celebrate our one year anniversary of being married there and we got to stay in the castle. <gasps> cool. Yeah, so that's yeah, a pretty good one. I, I don't know, not, and I also got to stay at the Dream Suite once. Wow. Yeah, I know, I'm that guy. But, uh, you know, don't tell anyone. Okay, just between we us. We won't tell Paul McCartney. This isn't being recorded, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I've always loved it there. We're actually looking, we're actually booking another trip now. But we're just seeing our girls see and experience it like you have was such a joy. I think for me, you know, I grew up going to Disney, Disneyland and Disney World so much, like every other week or every other month. And so <laughs> we were there. We're living there for a month and a half during the Disney Channel games. And so I think for me, something that was really special was right after we finished Claim to Fame, ABC was so kind to invite me to go to Disneyland on my own. And it was the first time that I got to go sort of for myself and have that experience. And, and, and it was just, I brought a bunch of friends and it was just, it was such a cool moment for me to being like, wow, like this is what I think of as success because this is what I looked at as successes and I'm now doing that. <laughs> that is very cool. Oof. All right. Well, Frankie, Kevin, thank you both so much for taking the time. We cannot wait to watch Claim to Fame on ABC and we can't wait to watch and listen to you guys more. Thank you both for your time. This was incredible and I can't wait to um, rewatch Camp Rock too. Oh, thank you for your time, everyone. We were so excited about the show. We can't wait for the audience to watch and uh, you're going to enjoy it just as much as we did when we filmed it. It was so incredible of experience and I just... Uh, my skin is shaken, ready for people to see it. I just can't wait. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you soon. Uh, you guys, what an amazing family. Yes. I also Real. find it so funny that Frankie is like, to this day, still starstruck by his sister-in-law. 
<laughs> I would be too if I were him. I fair, <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.